Our next guest, he'll have his thoughts on the world of rugby league. Plenty to talk about. Peter Peters is on the line. Zorb, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Zorb, well, can I take you back firstly to last night? And Tanya and I got home only the second half. I think it was much of the same in the first half. The Cowboys 35, Parramatta 4. They were just far too good, the Cowboys. Can I ask you a double-barrel question, Zorb? Where does that put the Cowboys? Where does that put the, the Eels? Well, Cowboys are the real deal. I mean, they were they were tremendous last night up in Darwin. 29 degrees. In the opening 10, 15 minutes, they withstood everything that Parramatta threw at them. Parramatta had all the ball. They just defended, defended, defended. You would have thought that in normal circumstances that Parramatta would then run over the top of them, but that didn't happen. It went the other way. Some brilliant performance by the uh, by the Cowboys, the best I've seen from them since mm. 2017 when they won the comp. Um, and 15 nil at half time in Darwin, great effort. Drinkwater, Felt, Townsend, outstanding. Some of their young forwards, brilliant. Um, the style of play, the set plays, mm. three three tries to Felt. Um, they led 19 nil and then just went on with it, 35 to four. Brilliant performance. Probably the best I've seen outside of the top two gun sides this year. Valentine Holmes went over to the New York Jets, came back, really took a long while to find his feet. He's showing it now. Brilliant last night. And goal kicking, really a, really a help mm. to the um, to the side. Coach Todd Payton, I don't know what he's done. Yeah, well done to him. Well done. He was under pressure, yeah. wasn't he? He's done a great job. He was under a lot of pressure, particularly mm. with what he was doing with Jason Tomalolo. Well, Tomalolo last night wound back the clock. He was rumbling forward and um, had a great game. So, look, that's an impressive win. Parramatta, I think we, I, I don't know about the experiment of uh, splitting up his halves. I uh, don't think that's worked. And um, It's been, it's been forced to... on him, though, Zorb, to be fair. It's been forced on Brad Arthur due to the injuries with his centres. So... Well, I, I don't think it's been forced on him. I mean, he's got other players that can play centre. Um, I, I wouldn't have split Moses and Brown. Mm. I think that's been a major mistake. Um, it's always hard when you play your son. Brad would probably be harder on him than he is uh, on other players, but I don't think he's the answer uh, in those halves for Parramatta. They need to uh, get their halves back in sync and, uh, and work something else out in the centres. But mm. terrific performance by the Cowboys, who now are in third spot. Zorb, should Carl Lawton have been sent off? Oh, Bulldog, I I think yes. I have to agree with, um, with the referee. Um, it was a bad one. He's not a dirty player. I see that you've interviewed him today. He's a, one of the nicest folks you'd meet. Um, and he's suffering. I... I don't agree, though. I think the league should take into account when they suspend players. He he only played nine minutes of that game. So Manly played almost the entire game, one man short. They were really going to do a tough to win. I think that's one match suspension that he's already served. And mm. it should be taken into account the amount of time that they're out of the match and... If he takes an early plea, which they will, he'll get four weeks. Well, I think in this case, there should be a week taken off, but it's not going to happen. But 
perhaps down the track they can look at that. Mm. But yeah, he had to go. So thankful that um, um, the South skipper um, not injured in the tackle, um, and good luck to him for getting up. And and um, it could have been really bad. Yeah, no, Karen Murray did the right thing go straight away. Hey, Zorba, I reckon I know what Dino's answer to my next question to you is, but is the bunker working, Zorb? Well, it is in some in some ways, and we saw last night how brilliantly it can work. Correct, yeah. In, in, the, in the final moments of that game mm. between Canterbury and, um, and the Roosters, and what a game of football it was, um, the Roosters really going back, I mean... When's the last time you, you know you, you'd see Luke Keary failed to find touch um, from a penalty, conceded a try from dummy half? Sam Walker threw a shocking pass that was intercepted by Ado, Ado Carr, and they even sent a restart sailing out of the full. That's not the Roosters, and Trent Robinson's got some problems in that side. The halves aren't working, and that's the key to every side. We just spoke about it with uh, Parramatta. The Roosters, too, have got to look at that. Luke Keary. Sadly, out of form. Nowhere near the player that we've grown to love over um, over many seasons. But um, getting back to the bunker, um, the interference uh, um, by the bunker really saves the game because uh, we saw in um, in the final moments uh, young Suwali cross for what we thought was a try. They cleared everything else, but then they went back and had a look, and sure enough, before he planted the ball, he's uh, his, his boot touched the sideline, which is out, and uh, it was no try. The Bulldogs finally got some luck going their way um, after what was a uh, an amazing week for them. Amazing week, amazing finish. Um, who would have believed that they'd beat the Roosters 16-12? So much controversy, speculation with the um, the boss man, Phil Gould, running a drugs, dogs training session during the week. It had the desired effect, three tries each. And uh, that amazing finish, I thought mm. Kyle Flanagan, who's been, you know, hit from pillar to post. I thought some of his defence last night was absolutely outstanding against some big men coming at him. He never flinched, and I thought he did a great job. And good luck to him from for coming back from where he was. Zorb, I said earlier in the program, the master struck again last mm. week. PVL went to his contacts. He flushed pushed out, it he? out there that we were taking our grand final to Brisbane. Before you know it, he's in Dominic Perrottet's office. And voila, <laughs> the GF looks like it's staying in Sydney. Was it ever really going? Never. And uh, I had to laugh during the week at, at some of the uninformed, some people that shouldn't really get into sport. Carl Stevanovic on nine during the week. And nine, of course, have the rights to um, the NRL and to State of Origin and particularly the Grand Final, you know, he was suggesting that um, that it had to go to Brisbane, that that was now the capital of Rugby League. I mean, it was so much rubbish and parochial Queenslanders coming out of their little cupboards and having their say. <laughs> the cold hard facts are that you can get 35,000 more in Sydney for a Grand Final. That equates to a lot of dollars for the NRL. To suggest they were going to go elsewhere for 35,000 fans less was just ridiculous. It was never going to happen. And but you might have picked up another six, seven, eight million to take the game up there, Zorb. That would have nullified your uh, attendance argument. Oh, I don't think so, Bulldog. I think it's a, there was never any doubt that New South... I mean, the New South Wales government and the Rugby League and the NRL 
haven't worked hand in hand in getting all of the stadiums up to par, and they're still going to go with some suburban grounds still. Um, we've got a new stadium right next door to the cricket ground, which will be opened uh, in September. Um, we've got work to be done out at um, Olympic Park. Um, we've, we've got stadiums to be improved in Penrith. We've got a brand new one at Parramatta. I mean, that all costs a lot of money, and there's got to be some retention of some sort of association between the game and the governments that's done that, and it's going to happen, and it was just hot air. Um, just on that bunker, I failed to mention, uh, and I should have, um, that I just pointed out how good the bunker was, but in the game, um, in the game between, it was the Warriors and the Raiders, mm-hmm. and in that game, there was a shocking blunder by the by the bunker in awarding a penalty for a high shot, um, which just didn't happen. It um, it led to two points, the game being level, and then the then the Warriors winning it in Golden Point. But that penalty against Corey Horsburgh was ridiculous. The man did nothing. We discussed it earlier. So you know what? To the letter of the law, I thought there was some accidental or incidental contact with the head in this soft PC world we live in these days. In the old days, that would have been play on. Mm. But, you know, I've seen other penalties this year exactly the oh, same. So, but any incidental contact was a I, penalty. I, I don't think it was a penalty by any means. It was uh, it was wrapped around his shoulder, mm. his arm. I don't think it ever hit him in the head. And, you know, for that big thing to fake an injury, I thought was weak after what Matt Lodge does in a game, uh, to lie down to get a field goal. I mean, everybody fell for it. The bunker fell for it. And it it, it, it was a it was a bad loss for Ricky Stewart and the Canberra Raiders when mm. they probably should have hung on and won the game. I, I, it was a, just milking by Lodge. That's what it was. And everybody fell for it. The bunker fell for it. Referee in the end had to go with it. I hate it, Zorba. I hate mm. milking. I hate it. I'll tell you what else I hate. Every time they stay down. And the problem is, Zorba, as, as you rightly say, every time they do stay down, they get a penalty. So, mm. hello, as much as yeah, I hate it, it, why wouldn't you? Exactly. We need some referees to really stand up and say, that is milking. Absolutely. Get up and play on. Exactly right. But then the bunkers stick their head in. That's Correct. the problem. Mm. Um, I'm also, look, we've been saying it for years. I, I don't like, I mean, our game, it's one of the world's toughest body contact codes of football. There's no place for the faint-hearted in the playing ranks. But the game's been taken over um, by political correctness. The habit of patting a player on the head after he's made a blatant error is becoming chronic in all clubs. I saw Martin Kapow make a terrible mistake right before half-time, give South a try at um, Central mm. Coast Stadium. And it cost Manly a brave lead at half-time. And yet players were patting Marty on the head. I know what John O'Neill would have done to him. He would have just said, listen, you do it again, I'm going to line you out. Oh, what the about the try celebrations? Or what about they all run in from the wing now? If yes. the opposition drops the it's ball and the play the spirit. ball. I know. Look, it's the new age. In the old it's days, the you, new age. It's you, horrible. you shook hands in the old days. You didn't cuddle, but <laughs> no, I'm a dinosaur right. king. No, no, you're not. Well, you are, but not in this instance. I mean, it, it, I mean, the game, the game is built around skill and toughness 
and being a man or a woman now in our game. And, you know, that's, that's, that's great, but let's not get into this political correctness thing. If, Too late you know, now. Someone <laughs> pat them on the... You know, just say to them, let's get over it or something like that, but patting them on the head and carrying on when the opposition dropped the ball, and it's just beyond comprehension to my book. Hey, Zorb, can we finish on a high? Can you try and steer the punters into a, a bit of a collect this afternoon? Newcastle take on Melbourne at 2 o'clock. Head-to-head, a dollar eight. the Storm. Melbourne, uh, Newcastle, uh, $8. And the 4.05 game, St. George, Illawarra against the West Tigers. Dollar fifty-three. the Dragons, head-to-head, Tigers, two fifty. How do you see these two games, mate? Well, there's been some upsets, haven't there? Yeah. I mean, I think if you've got two right so far, you're doing well. And last week, we spoke about Katoni Staggs versus Talakai. Well, that was a knockout victory to Staggs. I think he's got to be in the New South Wales side. Um, I think he showed it. He, he, he pulled on that uh, one-on-one. He said, yeah, I'm ready for it. A week before it happened, and mm. wow, was he ready. And um, great win by the Broncos over the Sharks. Who would have believed that? Congratulations to Kevin Walters. I've given him some this season, but that was a great win. Just on today's games, look, I don't think the trend will continue. Not when the storm are playing the Knights, even though it's in Newcastle, they're $8 in a two-horse race, the Knights, on t- on the tab. Mm. Um, the Storm will eat them up. I, I think that Ryan Pappenhausen has got to be in the New South Wales um, 17, without a doubt. I think he'll show it today up against uh, Caelan Ponga. Um, that'll be an interesting clash, but I, I can't see the Knights getting within cooey of the Storm. The other game, down at uh, Wind Stadium in Wollongong, will be a beauty. The mm. Tigers' two wins, albeit on uh, field goals in recent weeks, um, they got, they're, they're pumped up and ready to go against the Dragons, who had a good win last week. Look, I think Ben Hunt versus uh, Jackson Hastings in the number sevens will decide the issue. They're both dominant players and, and, and players that will lead their side um, from that position. Hunt is in career best form. Hastings has been a revelation since he's come back to Australia just up the road from where he lives in uh, Warilla. So it's a home game for him today and his family. They'll be there in force. Terrific game of football. Dragons to win a close one. Storm to win easily. And um, can't wait for uh, Thursday night, uh, South Sydney against the Broncos. And then Mm. um, Friday night, Penrith versus uh, Parramatta. And Parramatta are going to get back on the horse. But they do usually go well against Penrith. Yep, they do, yes. Some big games coming up next weekend, but those two games today, Zorbs tipping the Storm to win it easily and the Dragons to get home. Hey, Zorb, appreciate it. We'll talk next Sunday. Look forward to it, boys.